Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio. Unfortunately, couldn't put that puffy jacket up just yet. It was in storage, but I had to get it out. I had to go back out there and dig it out of the closet. Well, uh, you know, it was unfortunate what happened to uh, Conzo Martin in Mizzou. Obviously, he was let go after the end of the season. Um, They've got a new basketball coach, which I thought was pretty quick. First of all, we'll we'll preface that by saying that uh, Conzo's dismissal was met with a lot of disdain by his fellow coaches and by a lot of folks at Mizzou. He had done some work outside of basketball that was very positive for the university, including the recruiting of some key individuals in other sports. But uh, the administration and maybe the alums decided that a change was necessary. Anyway, the new coach was presented yesterday. He's 42-year-old Dennis Gates, and he comes over from Cleveland State, which is a former uh, AMQ-8 member with the Missouri State Bears back in the late 80s and uh, early 90s. So Dennis Gates takes over. He took over. He'd only been at Cleveland State for three years, but in that time period, he really resurrected a program that had fallen in disarray, had them in the NCAA last year, the NIT this year, had a winning record, and is perceived as being a young and -and up-and-coming coach. He's 42 years old, played at California, had been recruited by Missouri as a player out of Chicago, but decided to go to California instead. University of California is pretty good. Anyway, Dennis Gates comes in. He's promised he's going to take the program to new heights, and we'll find out what happens. Yeah, well, we'll see definitely a really quick turnaround, in my opinion, though, considering how fast Conzo was like. Probably, Mike, and knowing the the way that college basketball, he's probably already on the list anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, So yesterday uh, it was announced uh, D-Rob signing with the Vegas Raiders. I can't believe he's doing it, but it's only for a year. We'll see what happens. But has uh, Tyran signed with anyone yet? Has not. And this is rather interesting, too, because he was the Chiefs' most valuable player as voted on by the team last year. I have a feeling he's probably been offered some contracts by other teams because Tyran Matthew can play. But I suspect that the offers probably weren't to his liking. Is it possible he could come back to the Chiefs? I suspect it is possible. Anything is. He is a free agent. And if he did, it would probably be at a, a lower rate than what he was making here. And after all, these players are in this for as much as they can get. So, no, the answer to your question is he has not been signed yet. Um, so I, the, the thinking was that he, you know, what he brought to the team, it would, it would be kind of a slap in the face if the team went to him and said, hey, you can stay with us, but this is what we're going to pay you. Now... Then and what they ended up doing was just yeah go test the market see what your value is he might be looking at these contracts but then it's also the team and say I'm only going to have a certain few years left I want to win more championships or maybe he wants to get paid who knows but his answer and when he signs that dotted line will definitely tell you where his head is at for sure <laughs> um, on the baseball side I cannot believe we're still talking about Albert Pujols actually signing with another team in baseball but it's uh, going to happen. Has he signed with anyone yet? No, and it's getting late. This is rather interesting, too. There are three teams that are said to be talking with them about a possible contract, and he would basically be a designated hitter, and since that's in the National League this year, it would uh, behoove some National League team to talk very seriously with them. Colorado Rockies, National League team, are said to be one. Seattle Mariners are said to be another. And the Cardinals. But the Cardinals have really offered no 
substantial evidence that they're really interested in having Albert back. Yes, it would be a great reunion, and from a nostalgia standpoint, it would be super for the Cardinals because Yachty is probably going to retire, and Adam Wainwright, and these guys were all part of a championship era. But is it worth the money to spend for nostalgia? You want to win, and would he be an effective DH? I think he probably would. He's not terribly old yet, and he still can hit the ball. Whether or not he is signed with the Cardinals or with anybody does remain to be seen, but we'll find out. Incidentally, Major League Baseball made an interesting ruling yesterday that <laughs> I don't know how to take this. The What they call the ghost runner. That's the start mm-hmm. of extra innings yeah, with a yeah, runner yeah. on second base. Initially, that was said to be out. It is not. It will be back for the 2022 season. It's kind of a gimmick in my opinion, but it's going to be there. It is what it is. Yeah, and it doesn't happen. Too terribly often. We'll see, though. Um, and also, with when it comes to the Cardinals, at least in regards to Albert, um, they don't really have a whole lot of issues hitting the ball. Cardinals really haven't had problems hitting the ball. It's when it comes to pitching, and it looks like they're at least trying to amend that situation. Two signings yesterday for the Cardinals in the pitching are, department. Mike, the signings that had to take place because they're one-year contracts, and the, the players involved, Flaherty and Hudson, Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson, were arbitration eligible, and teams don't like to take the go to arbitration with their players. It just is never really a pretty scene. But they avoided that arbitration by signing Flaherty and Hudson to one-year contracts. Flaherty's is five million dollars, and Hudson's, I believe, is a million and a half. These these are guys. Hudson's probably going to be in their starting rotation. Flaherty, if he's ever healthy, will be. That's the problem right there because he can't seem to get these shoulder problems straightened out. Nonetheless, they both are in the nest for one year. They had to be. That's the rule. Uh, But from there on in, that's a different story. And uh, Flaherty is very much a contentious situation with signing any kind of long-term contract. But for this year, 2022, they're in. I don't know what the deal is with Jack, man. Don't know. They just do you think he came back too quickly last time after the first time, tried to force it and just made it worse or is watching this... him throw down here with the Springfield Cardinals, the guy threw very, very hard. You think it's just his body? I think it's the, uh, him and Alex Reyes. I think these are guys have said it before. I think they throw too doggone hard. There's a way to pitch, and pitching is not necessarily overpowering your batter, it's fooling the batter. Scotty Bales will tell you that. But these guys don't, they, or they didn't. I think they're going to have to change if they want to be around, especially in Flaherty's case. Yeah, well, it's uh, unfortunate. Uh, it's, it always reminds me of that guy from Major League where he's talking about spits not, I'll do whatever I can to that ball to make it do what it needs to do. <laughs> Maybe they should start doing that. Uh, speaking of which, we did have exhibition baseball yesterday. Who got the dubs? Both of them. So the Cardinals get a 4-3 win over their training camp buddies, the Florida Marlins, and the Kansas City Royals playing the Oakland A's at a surprise Arizona saw a little bit of that game. It was on the tube yesterday. Beautiful day. Beautiful day out in the Phoenix area. Surprise is a suburb of Phoenix. Nobody there in the stands. If they had a crowd of a thousand, I'd be very surprised. You think this is a reverberation of what happened Partially. leading into this? Sti- <laughs> or those ticket prices might be a little too high right now for well, exhibition Well, the ticket baseball. prices are going to be high forever from here on in. But uh, the fact of the matter remains, the uh, Royals did get a win, came from behind 5-3. Kansas City has a nice little ball club. They're getting a whole lot better. Are they championship contenders yet? Probably not quite there yet, but they're going to create a lot of problems. Matter of fact, they showed a graphic on the game yesterday that in their division, the only team that they had a losing record to was Cleveland. The only one. 
they had winning records over the other teams. Well, their losing record to Cleveland was rather substantial, something like uh, 6 and 14 or something like that. Don't remember exactly what the numbers were. But the Cleveland Guardians are probably going to be the odds on favorite to win that division again, although watch out for the Chicago White Sox. Tony LaRusse's team can play. And the Royals can be that big pain in the behind for a lot of these teams because they're they're getting better. They are definitely getting better. And uh, season is coming up quick, man. Just a couple weeks until uh, opening day, which is great. Um, NIT continues as well and uh, had some winners there last night, didn't we? Had two of them. And this is really interesting, too, because if there's a Cinderella, it's St. Bonnie's. St. Bonaventure, they've played all three of their games on the road in Older Colorado, Norman, Oklahoma, and last night they go to Charlottesville, Virginia. They're going coast to coast, all three games, and they've won all three of them. Last night, St. Bonaventure held off Virginia, University of Virginia, by one point and get the victory, and they're headed to Madison Square Garden. The other team headed to Madison Square Garden is Xavier out of Cincinnati, Ohio. They clipped Vanderbilt by two, 75-73 in Cincinnati. Xavier and St. Bonaventure have both been to the NIT Finals at Madison Square Garden many times in their historic past. St. Bonnie's, not too many people know about them. They're an Atlantic 10 conference team. That's the same conference that Loyola is joining next year. St. Bonnie's can play. They have a great history of championship basketball. It hasn't been to the fore recently, but they can play. I know Xavier can play. And in a bit of irony, Xavier is going to the NIT. The other Xavier in New Orleans won the NAIA title last night in Kansas City as Xavier of New Orleans finishing with a record of 37-1. and one. Man, that's a Those great Those guys season. are pretty good. Hell yeah, they are. Well, Ned, we could only hope to have a record like that on a day <laughs> like today. You have a good one, though. Either way, man, I'll see you tomorrow.